Hilchis said chapter six. This Pedic the Ramam addresses the seventh mitzvah, excuse me, the eighth mitzvah of the ten mitzvahs which it said that there is based on, namely not to destroy things associated with Hashem's name. Halacha Aleph. Kalama Abed Shem, whoever destroys or erases a name, and Hashem is Hakadeshim Hatarim from the pure holy names, by which the Hashem is called, like a Matera gets lashed, biblical lashes. For it states regarding idolatry, you shall destroy their name from that place. You shall not do so to Hashem your God. So you must destroy the names of idolatry, you must not destroy the names of Hashem. There are seven primary names to which Hashem was referred. Zeroing the, this concept to seven primary names of Hashem is based on the Zohar. One of the proofs is that this is one of the proofs that Amam Sadiq Kabbalah. Hashem Anichtav Yudkevavke. First of all, we have the name which, by which Hashem is written as the four letters of Yudkevavke. That is the most explicit primary name of Hashem. Adonai, or that which is written, Adonai, which means my master, Vekel, uh, which means power, Veleka, which means God, Velekim, which means judge, Veleke, which means my God, Veshakai, which means Hashem is perfect and lacks nothing, Tzvaka, which refers to Hashem as the warrior, whoever erases even one letter of these seven names, Loikes Chayev Malkus, gets lashes in the The Ramam discusses prefaces and suffixes. Any letters which are added to the name before it, like a prefix, that's allowed to be erased. For example, the Lamed of La Hashem, the Beis of Beilikim, similar to such prefixes, they do not have the same holiness of the name of Hashem, and therefore they may be erased. However, anything which is added to the name after it, like a suffix, the suffix of Elikechem, the Chof Mem, similarly, they may not be arranged. They are like the other letters of the name itself. Because since they are a suffix, the name sanctifies them. Even though we said they sanctified like the name itself and one may not erase them, if you do erase any of the letters of the suffix, even though it's biblically, biblically forbidden, one is not liable for lashes. There's no malchus. There is rabbinic lashes for this prohibition. If someone writes the first two letters of Elikim, which is Aleph and Lamed, or Yud and Nehei from Yud Kevavke of the Shem Yud Kevavke, and he didn't have a chance to finish the name. He intended to, but didn't. Ein in Nimchak, he may not erase those letters. Needless to say, needless to say, the name Yud K, which is a name of Hashem by itself, because this name of Hashem is a part of the explicit name. In other words, when it comes to Aleph, Lamed of Elikim, Yud K, of Yud K, Vav K, when you intended to finish the name and you didn't, so then you're not allowed to erase it because you started writing Hashem's name and you ended up writing a different name of Hashem of the first two letters. But in this case, when your intention is to actually write Yud K as Hashem's name for itself, 
then it's certainly forbidden to be erased because that is an independent name of Hashem, even though it's not on the list of seven. The Ramam told us earlier it's included in the first, which is the Shem HaMafarish, Yudke Vavke, because this is, Yudke, the Yudke is a, a miniature representation of the Yudke Vavke in terms of Kedusha, and it's considered a full name by itself in terms of writing. Ablakosev, Shin, Dalad, Mishakai. If someone writes just the Shin and Dalad of the name Shakai but does not write the Yud, Tzadik based with Tzvokos, he writes Tzadik or and the vase of the name Tzvokos, but does not write uh, the rest of the of the, of the word. Hazanimchak is allowed to be it is allowed to be erased because it's not considered a complete name of Hashem. Halacha hey, Shad Hakinuyin the other terms Shemeshabcha Menas Hashem by which Hashem is praised, Gain Chanun the gracious one, Verachum merciful one, Hagadol the great one, Hagiber mighty, Vaneir awesome, Hanemon faithful. Kana, jealous, v'chazak, uh, uh, and mighty, creates independent similarly, harein kishah kishvakedesh, yeah, like other, other holy writings, motlemachkan, they are allowed to be erased, although they have to be treated, treated with respect, they may be erased if necessary. Kishvakedesh over here, the Ramam, presumably does not refer to actual scripture of Tanakh, it presumably refers to other uh, words of terror which may be erased if necessary, but may not be desecrated. Indeed, there are some uh, editions of the Rambam that refer to this as Divrei Kedesh rather than Kisvei Kedesh. If you have a vessel which Hashem's name is written on the vessel, you cut out the place where Hashem's name is, and you bury it. You don't erase it, and you don't uh, cut the actual name itself. You cut the name whole, and you bury that part, and you use the rest of the keli. Even if Hashem's name was written, or this is actually supposed to say Chakuk, possibly, it was engraved on a metal vessel, or a glass vessel. You melted the keli. You are lashed for erasing Hashem's name. Hello, what should you do in such a situation? You cut out the place of the name of Hashem, and you bury it, and use the rest of the keli. But you cannot melt it. If someone had Hashem's name written on his flesh, this means written in pen on his skin, not tattooed though. He should not bathe, nor anoint himself, because that will cause the name to be erased. Nor may he stand in a place that's dirty, like a bathroom where one is forbidden to have Hashem's name, or study Torah. What should he do in his Damalite Tzilashal Mitzvah? He has to go to the mikvah for purpose of a mitzvah. So he became Tameh, for example. But he has to be a carbon Pesach, so he has to go to the mikvah. How should he expose Hashem's name to a place where people are unclothed? He should wrap a reed around his flesh, around his skin, where Hashem's name is. But Tevah, go to the mikvah. This way, the name is not exposed. What if he doesn't find a reed? He should wrap a garment around it. Now, he shouldn't do it too tight to prevent the name from being erased. That's not the point. He should not make it tight. This will, this will, uh, in order not not to cause the uh, garment to to in, in, be an interruption between the water and his flesh. If he does that, his tefillah will not be a valid tefillah in the mikvah. So, if that's the case, why is he wrapping the garment around his around the skin where Hashem's name is? The only reason why they said he should wrap a garment or a reed around the skin where Hashem's name is written. It's only because one is not allowed to stand before Hashem's name when he's unclothed. So therefore, to prevent that, you wrap a garment or a reed around the name of Hashem. But you're not obligated, in fact, you're not supposed to wrap it so tight that the water will not go there, even though that may cause it to be erased, since it's not 100% certain, and you're not doing it deliberately, and you have to go to the mikvah for the sake of a mitzvah. So Chazal allowed you to go to the mikvah in this circumstance by wrapping 
a reed or a garment lightly around the place where the name of Hashem is written. Halacha Zion. If someone destroys even one stone in a destructive manner, as opposed to for the purpose of remodeling, for example, from the altar, from the temple building, or from any other area of the temple courtyard, he is last. It says in the passage regarding idolatry, you shall destroy their altars. Because of it, it says, you shall not do as such to Hashem your God. If somebody burns wood of the base of English building as part of the structure, in a destructive manner, like he gets Malchus, he's lashed, Shinam the Pasuk says, and their idolatrous trees, you shall burn in fire. Viksiv, and it says, you shall not do as such, Tashem your God. All sacred texts referring to the Tarianvim and Ksuvim, Tanakh. And their commentaries, and their explanations, any text of explanation, like Rashi, for example. Also, the Sarfim, it's forbidden to burn them, or directly, by direct action, burn them or destroy them. If someone does direct action to destroy them, he gets rebellious lashes. He gets Malchus, which is for situations where a person does not deserve Malchus, is not liable for Malchus biblically. And the Chachamim, however, said to, to administer Malchus to him. Because of his misconduct, when does this apply? holy scriptures that was written by a Jewish people in the awareness of their holiness. So that must be treated with respect. If a Jewish heretic writes even a terrorist scroll, we burn it, including with the Hashem's name is written in it. Because this heretic does not believe in the holiness of Hashem's name, he did not write it with the proper intent. He assumes, rather, this is like other matters, other literature. Since that's his understanding, Hashem's name does not become holy in his writing it. It's just a random word according to him. It's a mitzvah to actually burn it. Not only may you burn it, you must, you should burn it. So it's not to leave any kind of renown or remembrance for the heretics or for their deeds. A non-Jew, she calls it as a shame who writes Hashem's name. That should be buried, since the non-Jew presumably believes in the existence of Hashem. So that name of Hashem should be buried rather than burned. And there's no need to, this, to, 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 uh, to, to, to burn it to destroy the remembrance of, of the non-Jew. Similarly, if you have holy scriptures that became worn out, or that are written not by a non-Jew, if a non-Jew knew Hebrew when he wrote a part of the Tanakh, that should be buried in the ground. All the names it says about Hashem regarding Avraham, in other words, when it says the name Aleph, Dalad, Nun, Yud, that could refer to Hashem, or it could refer to just my master. It means my master. So does it refer to Hashem or not? So in by Avraham Avinu, it, wherever it says this name, Kodesh, it's referring to Hashem and it's holy. It has to be treated as such. Even the passage where it says, Adonai, my master, if I find favor in your eyes, Please don't pass over, and it sounds like Avram is asking the Malachim, who we thought were people, to stay and have a bite. It actually also refers to him asking Hashem not to leave while he goes and does the mitzvah of Achmas like Rashi says in the Pasuk. But the same name regarding the parasha when the Malachim come to light, and he refers to them as my master. Those are mundane because he did not know they were angels. He thought he was talking to people, and, 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 and it means my master in the simple sense. The exception being, if I find favor in your eyes, that pasuk over there where Avram is asking to spare one of the cities, 
meant to be destroyed, he was actually directing his request to Hashem. All the names where it says Adnai by the story of Givas Binyamin. Over there, the story is when the tribe of Binyamin created a civil war uh, amongst the Bnei Yisrael. Uh, and the Yidin ganged up against the Binyamin to avenge the terrible thing they did. Kodesh, those are holy. So there's, there's reason to assume otherwise, but Ram says they're holy. The names of Adonai, where it says regarding Micha, those are not holy, those are those are mundane because he was referring to the idol. The name of Hashem mentioned in the, in the story of Noves, Kodesh, those are holy, they refer to Hashem. Kol Shleime, where it says the word Shleime, Solomon, Ha'omer B'Shea Shirim, in the book of the Song of Songs, Kedesh is holy, it refers to Hashem. The name Shleime is a reference to Hashem as the one who possesses peace. Shalom means peace. It's like the other names of Hashem that are even that, that are considered proper names, even though they are not the Shem HaMafarish, explicitly. Chutz Mizeh, the exception being Halaf HaShleime, uh, where it says, you shleimim, may you have a thousand. That refers to Shleim HaMelech himself, not to Hashem, so it's not considered Kedesh. Kol Daniel, all Malchaya, which literally means king, that is mentioned in the book of Daniel. Chayel is mundane, it refers to the king of Nebuchadnezzar, or any other king, are, so it's not holy. Chutzmizeh, the exception being, Ant Malcolm Melech Malchaya, you are the king of kings. Even though Pashat Shad, it sounds like Avram, uh, Daniel is addressing Nebuchadnezzar, we know that he was essentially deep down, or uh, uh, by way of way of reference, not deep down, but a way of reference referring to Hashem himself, and therefore it's holy. But it's like the other descriptive terms for Hashem, and therefore it is Kodesh. Alternatively, when the Ramam says, it's like the other names of Hashem that are descriptive, it refers to not to actual names, but to references like merciful one or gracious one, those are not actually holy per se, in the sense that they may not be erased, but they must be treated respectfully like other words of Torah.